Hello, welcome to Objective Health. I am your host today, Erica, and joining me in the virtual studio is Doug Elliott Tiff, and behind the scenes doing all the awesomeness that we need done because we don't know how to do it is Damien. (laughs) (laughs) So we are up on another week of complete and total insanity. And we thought we'd share today this whole idea about masks and gloves, because as states in the U.S., and I would presume as in Europe, uh, the reopening is happening, moving back to a new normal. And what does that mean, really? I mean, each state opens under different mandates and So we're in North Carolina and they're doing a different phase system. So certain things can open in phase one. And if they see a drop in cases, then they will um, move to phase two. And I think in our state, we're in phase two. And um, the masks are becoming the new norm. Um, Back in April, uh, there was an article in the Daily Mail Uh, I think it was April 13th by Vanessa Chomlers. And it says, who says mask wearing will be the new norm? And, um, you know, you read it and you think, gosh, is that really going to be the new norm? And so the who's director general on COVID-19 told the BBC some form of facial protection, I'm sure is going to become the norm, not least to give people reassurance but I won't say, don't imagine that you can do what you like when you wear a mask. Uh, He stressed that people must become used to this new way of life in the the wake of this pandemic. And because this virus isn't going to go away, we don't know whether people who have had the virus stay immune afterwards and will not get it again. We don't know when we will have a vaccine. So this is how we are getting societies defended. And man, if you're going to swallow that line of BS, I feel for you. First of all, who the hell is this guy and who gave him any authority to say what's going to be the new normal and what isn't? Who do these people think they are? I mean, really? Yeah. They're human beings just like everybody else. Some would argue that they're possibly not quite fully human, but still. Yeah. What gives them the authority to tell us what to do? And, you know, he said that this is that reassurance for millions of anxious people as scientists race against time to find a vaccine. So, um, you know, my thinking again, because I'm back at work and, you know, this is the new protocols is like, okay, so um, does it work? Does it work? Is it going to prevent it? And um, in our county, we've had a, a resurgence of it. You know what I mean? So a lot of there's like very two distinct camps. You know, a lot of people are thinking we shouldn't open back up because it's going to come back. And just like we said in previous shows, you know, COVID 2.0 or, you know, the the unveiling of the second wave. And it's so irresponsible. And then, you know, people are concerned about the economy. Very importantly, so like, you know, what are going to be the implications of of these mandates in two, four, six months, you know, I mean, is it safe? (laughs) (laughs) 
Sorry, I don't mean to be laughing. I just sometimes humor is the only way you can not lose your mind over it all. Well, one of the um, things that really caught my attention when kind of looking uh, into the different stuff about masks for this show is that, and you know, we were just talking about him on the last show, but Fauci, Dr. Fauci, um, mm. he came out and said that um, masks are symbolic. Like he didn't, he, he backtracked basically completely on what he was saying before that masks were necessary and we're certainly considering making them mandatory, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, there was an article up on SOT. Masks are symbolic, uh, say Dr. Fauci in the New England Journal of Medicine. And the New England Mer- Journal of Medicine basically came up with an article saying more or less the same thing, that um, they don't actually protect you from anything. Um, and really, it's just for reassurance. It's like, so um, so you can be, you know, less fearful, etc. cetera. Um, what a bunch of BS. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. um, you know, if these masks don't do anything, then you should come out and say the masks don't do anything. Stop wearing them. Like, this mm-hmm. is this is ridiculous. Like, don't, you know, don't say, well, you know, oh, people are more comfortable with them on. They feel like they're protected. No, if they don't do anything, then don't don't tell people to wear them. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even, Doug, I would go so far as to say, you know, kind of as a devil's advocate, right? I would go so far as to say, right, okay, maybe if the masks are neutral, mm. you know, if they don't, if they don't protect you, but also there's no downsides to them, then I could kind of understand, kind of, there's a small part of me that could understand the idea or, you know, the, the concept of saying that, okay, maybe it's best to be safe uh, and, and, you know, kind of, if it makes you feel comfortable, you can wear the mask. But that's not the, that's not the truth, is it? Mm-hmm. Because it's not that these masks have no downsides. In fact, it's that these masks, when people wear them, they think they're protecting themselves, <laughs> but they're not, are they? Actually, not only does it not protect us from the virus, but as we're probably going to talk about in today's show, is those masks are dangerous. Mm-hmm. They are dangerous in, in many different contexts. Mm-hmm. So actually, by maintaining this position, they are actually doing people harm. Yeah. I mean, I, one well, of the main ways that they do, that they are dangerous as they do, they obstruct your breathing. You know, mm-hmm. they actually do. You're sitting there with a cover over your face and you are breathing back in what you've just breathed out. That raises the amount of carbon dioxide that you're breathing in, lowers the amount of oxygen that you're breathing in. And there's been incidents where people have passed out wearing them. One guy was uh, in the States somewhere was uh, like passed out behind the wheel of a car because he was wearing it all day. And he was in the car with the mask on, windows up, and he passed out, crashed his car. There was another case of, there was a case in China, two, um, two children in China died um, from mm. doing, I believe they were doing exercise at school. Um, and they actually, yeah, I think that they developed hypoxia, um, hypercapnia, so excess CO2 in the lungs. And, uh, and yeah, they died. They died. So um, there was another case of uh, 
a fellow in the UK, I believe, who actually suffered from a collapsed lung hmm. because he kind of was given the impression that it's actually it's safe um, to go outside to do your daily exercises whilst wearing a mask to provide extra protection. And yeah, he got a collapsed lung and he was hospitalized. So there's very real risks to this. Mm. Unbelievable. Well, you guys remember a few years ago when that whole Pokemon Go craze was going on? <laughs> yeah. People were just walking around and stumbling out into traffic and falling into ditches and things like that over our stupid video game. So we have this situation, which is basically a big, gigantic, stupid game. And people are wearing these masks and they're getting headaches. They're passing out behind the wheel. They're dying during exercise. And nobody seems to realize the absurdity of the whole thing. It's, I don't know. I think that maybe they're laughing like people are laughing, we told them to wear, wear a mask and they fell for it. But what I want to say is that I kind of do agree with Fauci on this one thing that the masks are symbolic. But I think that they're symbolic of just fealty. the yes, the blind fealty of the people or the sheeple mm. and what they will allow the government to get away with i mean they probably don't think the government's getting away with anything but they think that the government is protecting them but it's just symbolic of people's gullibility and stupidity and not questioning anything that's what it's symbolic of well it's also kind of like uh virtue signaling right mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know i'm a good citizen i wear my mask because i'm doing what i'm told and yeah, but it kind of has the opposite effect of anybody who actually has a brain in their head where it's, it doesn't come across as a virtue at all. It comes across exactly like you just said, Tiff, like people mm -hmm. who are um, spineless and can't think for themselves. Sheep. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's also kind of becoming a line in the sand politically. So I had someone say to me recently, well, you know, if you don't wear a mask, what you're saying is that you're a conservative Republican. <laughs> oh, my God. You're a Trump supporter. <laughs> I, I, I honestly was like, I don't even know what to say that to that. And then I started noticing on social media, like all these, and I wish I would have taken some screenshots, but I'm kind of terrible at stuff like that. Like, you know, I wear a mask because I respect other people and I care and I'm not a mm -hmm. conspiracy theorist. And, and, you know, and I'm looking through this just going, I don't even know how to process this. Like for one, we know just from reading articles for this show that it doesn't really help at all. And what the people that I'm seeing wearing masks, they're making them themselves out of fabric. Ooh. Half the time you go into the gas station and it's right here, you know, it's not over their nose <laughs> and you know what I mean? And they're, they don't have, they forgot to take their gloves off like Supter Gudge showed us on last week's show, you know? <laughs> so they're handling money, they touch their face and you know, all the while you're just observing going, I, I, I just don't even know what to think. Like, I just 
I hope I don't have a meltdown <laughs> in the process of this. So uh, I do think the virtue signaling thing is very interesting because, um, you know, I, ha- I haven't been wearing the mask. I do work in an outside environment. I was advised that as long as you're outside, you don't need to wear the mask and gloves, that it's safe. You know what I mean? But slowly but surely, you know, I, you see workers on the side of the road weed whacking, not a person around. They got a mask and gloves on, you know, so <laughs> it's just... Um, is it this unspoken, you know, us and them kind of mentality like um, Jonathan Hyatt talks about, you know, like, is it okay, I'm choosing to wear the mask, even if I don't believe in it, because I don't want people to negatively judge me as is wanting to kill yeah. elderly people like uh, Joe had said when we interviewed, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and it's just fascinating. It's a fascinating time to live in, to watch it and watch it morph and change. And and as we talked on the show last week about, you know, how nobody ever comes out and says, well, we gave you the wrong information. And it turns out the mask doesn't work. If you have, if you're a caregiver and you're taking care of someone with COVID-19, the mask may help you, but you know, everyone's just jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is encouraging to a certain in a certain sense because I have been seeing, you know, it seemed like when everything was peaking and we were getting like, you know, the the media was in full gear about the whole thing. Um, they, I I did see a lot of people wearing masks, even though it was always where I am. It was always it was never mandatory, um, mm-hmm. and now I do see less of it, and. Personally, you know, the other day I went into a store and I walked into the store and they had they said no, you have to wear a mask to be in here. I just turned around and left. I was just like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing this game. Like, you know, if you if you want to um, lose customers because of insisting on these kinds of things, then fine. But um, personally, I'm I'm not going to do it. I mean, you know, if I was at gunpoint or something like that and they said you have to wear a mask, fine. Okay, I'll put a mask on. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to lose my life over it or anything, but anytime I have a choice, I'm I'm not going to be wearing it. And I know that there are other people who feel the same. Maybe not quite as strongly, mm-hmm. but a number of people out there are kind of like they know that it's a game, that it's stupid. Um and they're not interested. Like you were saying though, Erica, I do think there's people out there who are just like, I'm going to put on the mask because I don't really want to get shamed and screeched at by strangers. Um, Mm -hmm. And you know, fair enough, you know, you don't, you you pick your battles, but um, anyway, that's how I feel about it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, in the U S it's interesting because now with businesses opening up, um, economically, if people want to go back to work, and it really depends on what state you're in, if you work with the public, you have to wear a mask and gloves. Mm -hmm. So now you are on that trajectory of, do I have an income? Do I have a job? So now you're forced to essentially do it. I mean, I heard Mm -hmm. that, and I don't know, I don't have an article to document this, but California recently opened back up and nobody can go outside with a mask, without a mask on. I mean, that's huge. We're talking about a huge state, like it used to be one of the economic, biggest economic states in the world, you know what I mean? And they just, Governor Gavin Newsom can come out and say, nobody can go outside without a mask on. 
know, I mean, it just, and, and yeah, where's your liberties and your rights? You know, I saw a funny uh, meme that said, um, this is the land of the free home of the home of the free land of the brave. And uh, if you're a pussy, then I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if you're afraid, then don't go outside. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I'm a Don't impose your but... stupidity on everyone else just yeah. because you're afraid. If you're afraid, you stay home. You wear a mask in your own backyard with no one there. You do that, and I'm just going to go and live my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the problem is there's no accountability, right? That is the problem. There's no skin in the game. These, like these, you know, like Californian gov- governor, for instance. I mean, how can someone come out and make a statement like that when there is zero, categorically zero evidence? And it even says on the on the N95 uh, respiratory mask cover, like when you buy the mask, it says mm-hmm. does not protect against like most viruses, right? So there's no evidence that this even works against the virus. And yet, how can you have some bureaucrat, some governor come out and say something which one has very likely potential, you know, negative or potential to cause harm to people Two, something that's not backed up by any scientific evidence. There's no accountability. That's the problem. Like he will not be put up on a, he will not be kind of, you know, taken to court over it. He's he's mm-hmm, never right. going to have to deal with the consequences of his, his decisions. If people die from, you know, if, if people drop down dead um, during exercising because they have collapsed lungs or they develop uh, low oxygen and they actually, um, you know, they, they kind of go a bit dizzy-headed and, and, they, and they drive into a, a lamppost and kill themselves and their family, well, it will just be seen as a necessary, you know, a, a necessary death to, to protect the, the wider majority of the public kind of thing. And it's just, abs- I mean, it's ludicrous how this can even be, how this is legal, you know, how, how, how people can get away spouting just pure lies um, or, or nonsense, which isn't backed by any scientific evidence and just get away, away with it. And people will, will, will listen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The worst part of it is too, is that they insist that they are following the science right they're always that's that's the line that they put forward all the time oh we're we're going with the science on this when we're following the science there is no science that that backs up what they're saying in regards to the mask there's none absolutely none yet they will tell you that they are following the science and then all the people hear that and they're kind of like oh yes following the science well i i believe in science so i'm going to wear the mask as well it's ridiculous well, yet there's numerous studies saying that the masks are ineffective mm-hmm. and they do cause harm, but that's not the science that they're choosing to follow. So the fact that this is all a bunch of bunk, they're not really following the science. They can claim to not know what the true science is, but I'm sure a lot of them do know what the true science is and that the masks strictly are symbolic. So the question is, you know, if the masks don't work, what is the agenda for getting people to wear masks? So compliance. can we speculate on that for a while? Yeah, just compliance. And one thing I noticed, um, 
you can't see anybody's face, obviously, because they're wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time recognizing people if they're wearing a mask. You can't see people's facial expressions. Like, uh, there's certain people, like if they're schizophrenic or they're over-medicated with uh, antipsychotic drugs, they get this really kind of flat affect. Their, their facial expressions aren't animated. They're just flat. They don't smile. They don't smile with their eyes. Just very little movement in their face. And it's very off-putting to try and connect or have a conversation with someone like this. So just imagine like the whole world's full of people wearing masks. You cannot connect with them. You can't really see what's going on with them, whether they're sneering at you or they're smiling at you. It just creates this entire barrier between people. And I think that is one mm -hmm. of the whole reasons for wearing it. And you combine that with social distancing. And what do you have is a bunch of people who can't connect with each other. Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned that, Tiff, because one thing that people are doing as kind of a to address that exact issue that they're talking about is they're making face badges like a photo and hanging it around their neck with their face on it. And it says, this is what I look like under this mask. Mm. Oh, I mean, seriously, do you really should you really have to go through that? <laughs> it's just so unnatural. Yeah. Well, I think you make a very good point, Tiff, because it is like humans are social creatures, right? Like we mm -hmm. we read facial expressions like all the time, constantly. And it's a serious barrier. I mean, you can just tell the difference between your when you're talking to somebody on the phone and when you're um, talking to them in person. The, there is a level of communication that isn't there, right? You know, mm -hmm. things go over your head. Oh, is he joking? Is he not joking? You know... All kinds of different things are communicated through through facial expression. So putting that barrier there, it's almost like it's similar to the social distancing, actually, in that it is kind of putting another barrier between people, between mm -hmm. being able to connect with somebody. I mean, how easy is it to connect with somebody if you can't see them, if you can't see their face? And, and a lot of times you can't even hear them either because right? they're muffled with this big, mm -hmm. stupid mask on. And, you know, they're, they're talking about starting to open up restaurants and bars. And so you, uh, you, you go to these places for social interaction, but you still have to six, sit six feet apart and you have to wear the mask. And all of a sudden, this whole cultural experience becomes such an oddity. I mean, how are you supposed to eat a nice dinner with a mask and gloves <laughs> on? You know what Put I mean? Put a hole they, in it. Come on. <laughs> So it really is like a representation, a sign of the times of how we're going to change every aspect of life slowly, subtly, you know what I mean? Until the vaccine comes, right? <laughs> then we don't have to do any of this anymore. We'll be completely safe and we'll have our immunity passports and our contract tracing app and, and it will all be better. You know, and and it's like, you know, are you doing your part? Are you doing your part to be part of the solution, not the problem? Nope. And, uh, well, it's funny how it all seems to fit in really nicely, though, with the whole transhumanism merge with robots and AI mm -hmm. type of agenda that they're pushing, like all these people just communicating by text message or over video chats and not having face-to-face -face connection with people. Like um, 
all the sex bot things that are going on. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> one of the agendas is to just turn humans into uh, more obviously robotic, feelingless entities versus real live human beings who actually want to talk with each other and show affection. We're basically being slowly herded into those matrix pods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like where we're all just completely separated, only communicating through, like you were saying, text messages. Everything's virtual reality. Mm Mm-hmm. And 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 after being quarantined for a month to two months, people are dying for social interaction in any possible form. And then you you know people go out, they start to try and find some sort of normal. I mean, we know it's never going to get back to normal, but just being human beings, and then you know, it's back now, it's back because we didn't quarantine long enough or we didn't do the right things. And it's Mm -hmm. always like the onus is like on on us as individuals. Oh, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. You know what I mean? So that is a a psychological mind. I won't say it, but. Mind smurf. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just for me, because I am a yoga teacher and I obviously at trying to social distance while teaching and working with people. I haven't worn a mask, but you know what I mean? All of a sudden that whole realm of doing anything like that is completely changed. You know, I've had to completely change how I interact with clients and what I've decided the best thing to say is, are you comfortable if I move closer to you to make a suggestion, you know, does it make you uncomfortable? And I'd say 95% of the people are like, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't, you know what I mean? But it's like, again, it changes the inner reaction in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. in every part of our life. Well, here's a funny story. I went to the dentist, I think it was last week or so, and the dental hygienist, before she cleaned my teeth, she was apologizing. She had on a mask, and then on top of the mask, she had like this plastic shield and glasses and then like a, a cap those surgical caps that they wear over their heads. And she was apologizing because she had to put on this whole big suit to wear to clean my teeth. I was like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't apologize. (laughs) Uh, You got to do what you got to do. And then she told me the story about some person that came in to the dentist's office. They were wearing a mask and she was setting up her instruments and she kept looking over to see the person was going to take their mask off and they didn't do it. So she's getting ready some more and she's moving closer to the patient in the dental chair, thinking that they're going to take the mask off. And then finally the person never took the mask off. And she just said like, you, I'm going to start working on your teeth right now. You're going to have to take the mask off. And the person in the chair said to her, Oh, I thought you were just going to like put a hole in it. And she and I both got a pretty good laugh off of that, but it's just so ridiculous. You think if they, you have to know what's going to happen when you go to the dentist. You're going to be in the chair and your mouth is going to be wide open. They're going to have their hands in your mouth. Yeah. That's how dentists work. But 
I don't know. I don't understand what this person's deal was. They thought that the dental hygienist would actually cut a hole in their mask. And if the hole's in the mask, what good is the mask? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. So that's the kind of idiocy that we're dealing with now. I'm sure that level of idiocy was probably there before all the corona, but yeah, corona has done a really good job of just bringing it out into highlighting. the public eye. Yeah, highlighting yeah. it all. Yeah. Well, we, we hope that our listeners and viewers, um, you know, keep an open mind about it. Like I know the WHO has actually on their website the information that the mask does not protect you, you know, but like uh, Doug had said in a previous show, it's not like they're going to come out and make announcement about that, Mm -hmm. but, you know, just, just practice clarity of thought, uh, you know, try not to get swept up in the craziness of it all. And, um, you know, like moving forward each day, it's, it's like, well, you know, is this your line in the sand? Is this the the hill you're willing to die on for this? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I, out of concern for especially elderly people, if an elderly person would say, I feel more comfortable if you have a mask, well, of course, I'm going to be respective of other people. But until then, I will continue to not wear the mask um, until it's forced upon me, I guess, you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, um, you guys have anything else? Any other words, pearls of wisdom to share? If you have to wear a mask and you don't have a choice, you could always write your protest on it and write hoax in big letters or you are being <laughs> lied to or mm-hmm. whatever. So, there's still a way to fight back. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and that's all we're trying to do here is to share helpful information to help people navigate through these very uncertain times, you know, because it is an uncertain time and uh, make it through today, you know, observe, try not to get worked up, sucked up into the emotional um, intensity that goes along with all of this, because as I said earlier in the show, this is what will divide people, you know, it will divide families, it will divide communities. And, um, you know, I always, when I see another person not wearing a mask, I smile like, yeah, mm-hmm. me you, too. Hey, wait, brother. Wait, I got you. We're <laughs> together on this, you know, so, uh, you know, and, and just keep it light and, you know, um, so I think that's all I have to share. <laughs> well, I think it depends <laughs> on no where you go also. Like if you go to mm-hmm. some place like Walmart, for instance, the other day I went to Walmart and it seems like most of the people in the Walmart were wearing masks. There are a few outliers, including myself. But then I went to this tool shop and they just sell like, you know, garage tools and things like that. No, none of the customers in there were wearing a mask. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe guys who build stuff don't give a crap about Corona. <laughs> Could that's be. probably true. Those well, are the kind you, of people I want to hang out with. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you say that. Maybe, maybe as a general rule, but I've actually been surprised. The only people who I have seen to be wearing a mask 
in their car whilst driving with all of the windows up and everything <laughs> have been builders. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Builders in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Builders like guys with vans, like plumbers. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been surprised about that. But um, that's not to say that as a general rule, they're all like that. It's just, <laughs> yeah, that's something that surprised me. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll just continue to collect data in our uh, regions about what's happening day to day, month to month, and uh, report back as best as we can, <laughs> see how this unfolds. We may look back at this time and just shake our heads. Oh, my gosh, you can't make this stuff up. Mm. Inevitably, I think. <laughs> So thank you all for joining us. Uh, Please like and subscribe to our show. If you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you. Um, If you wear a mask, if you don't wear a mask, why? We're we're always open. (laughs) So thank you. And thank you for my co-hosts and Damien. And uh, we'll see you all again soon. See ya. Bye, everybody. Bye.